Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. This is the Monday Scrum reviewing everything from the weekend. I'm Adam Peacock. James Graham is here as always. Jimmy, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, mate. Uh, Brent Reid is belatedly here. Hot and sweaty from running upstairs and lifts. Yeah. And oh, Clark Kennedy's suit as well. On. Look at him go. Uh, mm. And uh, for the third week in succession, Manly have lost a game. And for the third week in succession, Aaron Woods is nowhere to be seen in this studio on a Monday scrum. But uh, Wade Graham's in for him because he's smiling given what happened at Four Pines Park. Yeah, I'm off the bench for Woodsy, but just we, quietly. We've upgraded that's, anyway. That's it's a questionable intro to the, to the Monday scrum. What is it? Getting our nose in there and sniffing around. Well, that's, hey, that's, that's, cool. very like, that's very questionable start. But hey, I'll... I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Wait, different strokes for different folks, eh? <laughs> Whatever makes the world spin. How good's Wade Graham's dress sense as well, by the way. Oh, oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Is that a freebie? Is that a freebie? Or, I don't or, think he paid or, for or it. You know, I'd wear one too if you gave me a freebie. Which I'm a journalist. That's what we do. We Mate. take free stuff all the time. Mate, look at the, well, you're in a suit though. Like, Well, that wasn't free. I, I, will, I will admit, I didn't know I was going to see you today, Jim, because I'm a late call up for Woodsy on the Saturday scrum. But when I grabbed Monday. the... Oh, sorry, the Monday scrum. Oh, sorry. Wow. We sniff about well, on the Monday. When I, um, when I grabbed it out of the wardrobe, I looked at it and I was like, Charlie will love this because he runs the other show. And I was like, okay, Charlie will love this. I'll put it on for Charlie, but just because I get you in here too, it's a two for one. So. Does it only come in black, can I ask? No, I... black and grey, mate. Black and grey. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, li- yeah. I like the grey one. Yeah. It'll, that'll look good, I reckon. You'd be, you have right. sweat patches from yeah, running because right. you're late. That's all right. I'm glad you gave me the black one because I do get the sweat issues <laughs> myself. So the black <laughs> one's all right. Hey, I'll guys, um, it's official, it appears. Craig Bellamy is going around again. Anyone shocked? No, it's been coming for a while. I look. If you'd asked me two months ago, I'd said he was retiring because Craig said that himself. Um, but when the, the news, we sort of got the news last last night, night Roy and I got the, a bit of a heads up that was coming and then we were just told to hold it back till eight o'clock this morning. And when I when Craig rang me and told me, it was, you know, it didn't surprise me at all. I, you know, I think the indication's been, it's been going down that path for a few weeks now that Craig was going to go around again and um, obviously he made it official on Sunday night. What was the hold up? Like when he... Like when he asked you to do that, what what was that about? Oh no, the, they, the, he he just didn't. He wanted to tell the players this morning and the right. staff, so he just yeah. said, "Hold it back until I've the players and staff know, and then obviously we're free to go with it." But um, and you as a journalist respected that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do, Jimmy. Okay, you got to trust us. Oh, Jay, just you got to trust just, us, Jimmy. Just checking, occasionally, just checking. A few yeah. of us can be trusted. Yeah. Oh no, hey, mate. I just... <laughs> Anyway, it's a good, look, I, I think it's a great outcome for the game. It's a great outcome for Melbourne. Great outcome for the code in Melbourne because Craig's such a huge figure down there. And, um, you know, he said he spoke to Cameron Munster, actually played a part in this. Cam, Cam rang him a couple of weeks ago, talked to him a couple of weeks ago and said, you know, you're still getting through to the group. We, we want you to go around again. I think that was a huge part of why he's going again. Mm. I was just going to ask you, really, mm. what's behind this decision um, and what attracts him to, to keep going and going again? Because... You know, as an observer of the game, you, know, you mm. see him in the coaches' boxes and as passionate as ever. Yeah. And you just wonder what attracts a man to that sort of position when he's done it for so long to keep going again and again and again and no guarantees of success. Yeah. Like, obviously, they've got a great roster there, but just what is it fundamentally that's attracted him to that role? But, Jimmy, I think I think you guys as players know it's like Wade hasn't been through it yet, but you have when you retire. And I think he spoke to a few guys who'd retired, and they'd said to him, look, you're a long time retired, so keep going. And you know what it's like? You lose that 
he's such a competitive guy, right? He loves winning so much and he loves helping footballers do, become better. Or, do, or does he love the, the unknown? Probably like, a little do, bit. Does he, does he love the, the thrill of putting his players out there, doing all the work and then saying, over to you guys? Well, and that's then, his cause, maybe, yeah. in life. Yeah. And if he's without that cause, you you wonder what he maybe he was fearful of the unknown. Who like you're pointing towards Wade? What's your reaction to this? And well, what does it mean for the rest of the competition? Oh, purely just from, from my opinion, I'm so happy he stayed on and coaching again. Like I just ever since I came in the NRL, every Melbourne Storm team I've played against ever over the years is is prepared by Craig Bellamy. It's just it's just a normal thing for me, right? And if it was to be such a change. It would be like a like it would be an end of an era, obviously, but it would be personally an end of everything that I've I've known as, as mm. a as a first grader. And I think one of my not a, I'd say like a disappointment. You know, I've played the game for I don't know 15, 16 years, and I haven't had much to do with Craig Bellamy. You never had him in Origin. No, you I never had. Him. I missed him in Origin. I've obviously you know played in like a number of big games against teams he prepared, and we have a little crossover that way. But it's someone. Who, are, like I said, I've never personally had much to do with him, but from afar, I have so much respect for what he's been able to do um, with that club down there. And, you know, when you think of the great Melbourne players, you know, the Cameron Smith, the Billy Slaters, the Cooper Cronks, the GIs, you, you know, you think of Craig Bellamy's too, mm. like how much influence he has down there and as figures and icons of that club. So um, I, I'm, I'm stoked he's going around again. Um because I can't see, I can't see, Melbourne Storm without Craig Bellamy just looks a funny picture in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it it really does, doesn't it? I think it's just, he's part of the furniture there. Yeah. And I think, you know, not forecasting too far ahead, but it's going to be strange to see them without him. And they might look completely different mm. with those little areas, but all those little effort areas that Melbourne, we, we all know and love, but... Really, what I want to know is the people we all feel sorry for is the people making the documentary. I know. Are they, Second are, time. Is that, is that one of the... They've heard yeah. that siren go off six again. <laughs> Bellamy goes. Got, and you're just going, oh, no. Well, He's, you know I've got the inside word yeah. on this doco. I, I think from Craig's point of view, he wanted to do this doco to get across how he does things. Right. Because there might be a bit of a misconception out there that he's a, he's a blow-up merchant or... You know, the, the flow and effect from what happened 10 years ago up here in Sydney is that not respected properly. And I think this will give the inner workings a bit, a little bit like the Wayne Bennett did with the, the stand docker that came out about the I think the this Dolphins. one will be better though, because apparently Craig's constantly mic'd up in this. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. He's got a mic on him constantly at training. Whenever he's around the team, he's always mic'd up. So Does he get editorial control yeah, over I it? think he does, yeah, obviously, yeah. but... Otherwise, um, it'll just imagine that. one giant swear word. But, uh, yeah, it's not the uh, it's not the, it's not the uh, Craig Bellamy farewell it's, doco now. It's the Craig Bellamy going around for one more yeah, year. Yeah, going doco. around it. Yeah, the the John Farnham type. Um, yeah. just, there's not going to be a twist in the doco. Like you're going to be like, wait, oh, will he stay? Or will he go? And you'd be like, what's he going to do? It's like, oh yeah, of course he's. He this does have a flow on effect though for what else is going on because we're hearing about the dragons. And my initial thought, guys. Um, and again, it's a guy's job, a guy's livelihood, Anthony, uh, Anthony Griffin. You don't want the guy to lose his job, but full-time goes on Saturday and you think, that's the end there. What are the Dragons going to do next? But then there's Jason Riles. Is Jason Riles sticking around? Is he being um, uh, tapped up for the Melbourne job eventually when Craig does go? But is Craig going to go at, at the end of 2024? Is he going to take the Dragons job? Is he going to be offered the Dragons job? Will the Roosters let him go? There's a lot of noise being made about Jason Riles without anything coming back from there. The there is, himself. and... From my experiences in rugby league, Jason Riles needs to go with what is certain now because promises get broken all the time. 
So if he's sat there thinking or on a promise of you're going to get the Melbourne job in season 2025, mm. you know, he wouldn't be the first guy that's been promised something and it not be delivered. And he certainly won't be the last. So if the, if the option is there for the Dragons and that is distracting him, I think it, I think he'd be, um, it'd be, it'd be wise to choose mm. the Dragons rather than wait. Roosters going to let him go, Rudy? Well, I think they're in a they're in a bit frustrated at the moment. The Roosters with the mm. way things are unfolding there, and I think anyone who doesn't want to be there right now, they'll let go because they're just annoyed and frustrated right at that way this season's going. I've got to say on Melbourne and Jason Riles, I spoke to Matt Tripp last night, and I said to him, "Look, we say to Craig, okay, you can give us one more year, that's it, so we can go to Jason <laughs> Riles and then go no more. <laughs> you you yeah. can take the the jobs there for you if you want the year after." And, and Matt Tripp said, "We will we'll not be putting any pressure on Craig. He will get the same latitude he got this year to make a decision next year about 2025." So. Yeah. Jimmy, you're right. I mean, if Rosie wants some certainty, mm. then he's got to take. He'll, he'll have to take the Dragons' well, job now. Well, Wade, you're, the guy you deal with on a day-to-day basis now, Fitzy at Cronulla, he waited and waited for the right opportunity to come up. He was in no rush to leave his role under Robbo at the Roosters, was he? No, definitely. He finished his year off there after we signed it. But a, a bit of that as well was Cronulla did a headhunt Fitzy. They knew he was coming available. They mm. they identified him as the coach they wanted. Um, and they went after him pretty aggressively behind the scenes and they landed their man um, in time. And I think, you know, taking away from the whole Jason Roll situation, the Dragons need to come up with a, a, a decision with who they want, yeah. who they see, you know, taking their fo- like club forward and, and, and bring success back to that club. And they need to go after it and, and be clear with the playing group, be clear with the fans and have a little bit of transparency about what the plan is um, and the sooner they can make that happen, the better for all parties involved. I wonder if they, they, they can get someone in to salvage something for this season. Like, is that doable? Is Riles, you know, if the Roosters there, Reed, if your information is correct, if the Roosters want rid of anybody that doesn't want to be there or has had their head turned to somewhere else, if the Dragons make the approach for Jason Riles, does, does he go mid-season? Do you reckon it's in his interest to go mid-season to that? Yes. Because that club's a bit of a wreck at the moment. Uh, I reckon you get plenty of runs on the board if you go now because, mm. like, their roster <laughs> on paper um, is not performing to where it should be. Mm. So you can, I think you can have an instant reaction. Um, there is the talk, there is always that, you know, oh, a preseason under me and all this and, and all that, but... I think for, for credibility's sake, you, well, you could get a massive they need, uptick. They need to make a decision on who the long-term coach is going to be because decisions need to be made. Like There's recruitment, yeah. retention, there's the current playing group, there's the stall you want to start to implement. You need to start, the sooner you have your finger on the pulse, it can start influencing yeah. decisions or making decisions. So ultimately, if you're the coach, you, you need to know in your head, you know, your system and what you believe will bring you success on the weekend. And then you need to start, assembling the team and the roster to do that. So I would say as frustrated as the Roosters are, it'd be a big decision to let Rosie go now in the middle of your season when he's such an integral part of your coaching staff. I just think they're a bit at the moment there. Things aren't going well at that footy club. They're not used to it. Um, you know, Adam O'Brien left them before his contract was up. Now Rosie's looking at going before his contract is up. I just think there's a frustration there. And I'd even it gets to that point where Rosie accepts a job, I'd be... I'd still, even though, as I said, there's an annoyance at the way things are unfolding, I'd still be surprised they let him go mid-season because it's such a big upheaval. Do do you reckon then with the Dragons, are are they going to hold on to Hook till the end of this season? 
Well, or are they just going to cut, cut ties? A week ago I said they would, Jimmy, but now the sense I get is, and I think a lot of people are alluding to it, I, the sense is they're going to get rid of him. Like fr- from from from, tu- from this from week, Tuesday the board the board and, and who will take over? It's, well, they've got a couple Wolf. of guys. It's Ryan Carr. I think Ryan Carr's coached in England, hasn't he? At Super League level, I could be wrong there, but they're and, the, and uh, Ben I'm, Wolf as well. The other guys floating around is Des for, for this season. Could you not bring Des in for the rest of the year, Jimmy's mate? Uh, Would that not be? Feasible? I think he he you de- definitely get a reaction. Would be whether a or not deal with Des, whether or not he'd take a. <laughs> Because he and Jason are managed by the same company, ooh, same same manager George Mimas. Maybe who's pulling maybe, all the strings yeah. here? Because George has got Ben Hornby as well. Look, well, whoever they bring in, mate, has to has to be okay and um, understandable that whoever they pick for their long term coach, whatever his systems, he wants to put the the year after or whenever. They need to start, you know, trying to get that influence in as soon as possible. You can't have say someone like Des who has his own way in his head, his own style of football go in and play Des Hasler football because mm, yeah, Des Hasler's yeah. not going to be there long-term. You need someone who's going to be able to implement whatever long-term coach they decide on to start implementing his system and start, like I said, getting his finger on the pulse. And what so, that but, might come down to yeah. is a financial decision. Yeah. So if you look at it, you go, well, do we go and spend, what, four hundred, five hundred thousand 500000 on Des Hasler to come in to do a job when really we're, we're no hope at making finals this year? Mm. So do we spend that money, four, or do we, or do we, contract. or do we yeah. keep that money with us and yeah. you know put it into other resources? I, I, I don't know. For for me, it, that would be a financial decision. And I think if you look at you know the Dragons, I, I don't think they do that. Wait, I think they just promote from within. Say you're a senior player at the Dragons, and you get asked by the board, "What do you guys want? Do you want?" Not that this will happen, but what would the playing group? What's the primary focus for the playing group? Get someone in who is going to be here for the next three years or just go, you know what, let's just get through what we can here as we can and start afresh in the off season. Well, for starters, I think that's an unfair question to put on any player. Like it's up to the club to make the decision who's going to yeah. coach and for the players to. But what would the help. players prefer? If I was there, I'd be going in and saying, mate, we need like transparency. We need some clarity about what the plan is. Like just, just tell us the plan mm. like, and just give us an understanding of the plan so we can at least be focused on our role, knowing that whatever happen, what's ever happening in the background is happening in the background. But you got to, you can't be kept in the dark because then there's yeah. questions are raised. You get asked a question by the media, and if you're in the dark, all you're doing is guessing. It's, it's guessing, right? And speaking about unknown. So, you know, they they should be there. There should be some conversation. This is the decision they're going to make. They need to, you know, bring in their senior players at least be a little bit tra- like be transparent with them and say this is why we made the decision. This is what our plan is. Yeah. Hopefully, they have a plan. All, in place. Also, one of those players that um, Wado is referring to is Ben Hunt, who is their captain, their highest paid player, and has publicly said he doesn't want to play dummy half. And he's tight with Anthony Griffin Coach. as well. So yeah. you've you've got that to deal with. Because yeah, yeah. Is he looking over his shoulder and going, "Hang on, what's the plan? Who are you bringing in, and where's he going to play me?" Mm. Yeah, because I think most people in the world of NRL, you've got that fine balance between do we want to keep our main star happy and play him at seven versus what's best for the team, which I personally believe is Ben Hunt playing in, in the dummy half role and Jaden Sullivan at seven. Even the fact that we're going to wait until Tuesday to w- find out if he's got his job or not, when you see it in, in football overseas, James, all mm. the time, 
the manager who has lost a game mm. is sacked in the dressing room. He's going to say, well, guess what? The, the old, it's the old chunt. You're getting sacked in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even get to the morning. In the morning. Before before get on the the Dragons are a unique club, though, in that um, obviously they've got that joint venture agreement. And to appoint a coach, it's got to be unanimous. And I checked today, and to get rid of a coach, they think it has to be unanimous that's, as well. See, that's dysfunctional. So you need that, the entire that, board to agree there, on it. There you, there you go. There's... There is ninety nine point nine percent of the problem. You need a unanimous decision. For like I, you know, you look at decision making processes and think about the games that are at play. Yeah. And you know, it's hard enough to get that. Like make a family decision where everyone, <laughs> where everyone's like, you know, all happy go lucky. Oh, where do you want to go and hold this year? Well, we need unanimous. Yeah. But then when you got dysfunction and people who purposely don't like each other, yeah. and when you've it's the whole it's the old horse trading. Yeah. You know, you've done me over. Well, you we'll know sack what? him, but you... we, we choose the coach or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you know, oh, yeah. well, all in favour. And then there's someone just going, all opposed. Yeah, yeah, Tans yeah. Molman sat at the back. Yeah. Who's making that noise? <laughs> Righto, guys. Let's get to our WTF uh, segment. Now, the WTF moment. Uh, Wait, first time uh, on the Monday Scrum. So you can go first. Uh, you've already alluded to, just before we came on air, what you're going to bring up here. And James Graham's head nearly exploded. Yeah. So just try and act for us, Jimmy. <laughs> well, well, what you felt when th- you heard this? I thought I was confused when it first happened because I, I have been going. My my young bloke started playing footy, um, just in the tiny skills, right? So they're very, yep. the, the referees are very generous yeah. uh, in, the, in the in the juniors when like they make a mistake, yep, or they don't quite understand what they're doing. Yes. The referees give them another try. Yeah. So I was confused, but it actually happened in our game on the weekend. NRL game. An NRL game had actually happened. So it was the last tackle. One of our players touched the ball, yeah. um, and the Manly player regathered the ball. So he got a six again. Tolakula. But he didn't hear it. Yeah. He didn't hear it. So he threw the ball away. <laughs> Over the fence. Over the fe- and instead of being um, a changeover, sorry, mate, unlucky you didn't hear the call. You made a mistake. Ash Klein actually called time off. And he gave, no, no, he didn't hear me and gave him another, <laughs> gave him another oh, attempt. Wow. And I was like, I was, I was actually confused. I'd never seen that ever. And I just thought I was playing, I was watching my young bloke play down at Car- Cronulla Carrying Bar. Bizarre, isn't it? It's so like, bizarre. I've never seen it. I, I actually, I think I called a game with you early in the year when Joey Marner did the same thing. He went to play the ball at the SFS. It was six again, hmm. but he didn't know. He thought it was the last. So he just left the ball on the ground and got up. And went to stand a marker, and I was just oh, yeah, unlucky. He didn't hear the call. <laughs> like he, he could have had six again. No, Ash, Ash yesterday's went whistled up, and no, no, have another go, mate. Generous guy, look, Ash. Look, this is we've had some questionable decisions over the weekend, haven't we? But yeah, yeah one of my pet hates used to be like the referee. I don't mind the referees talking along with their players and, and getting a relationship. Like, make sure you're on side. You know, stay yeah. disciplined today. All that sort of stuff. But it used to frustrate the living daylights out of me when a referee would coach the other team. Like, <laughs> hang on, no. Don't. Make sure you put your foot in it. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. You watch and see if he puts his foot on the ball. Yeah. And if he doesn't, penalize him. Hmm. You're not like, the parent. Like, or, or like, you know, if a player's offside, hey, mate, you're offside. Well, so he's going to get out of the way, but the, the attacking player doesn't know he's offside. He spooked the attacking player yeah. into going somewhere else. He used to. Oh, one of my pet hates when the referees would be actively coaching the opposition. Always the opposition, never us. So you're doubling down on that WTF moment? You've got your own. Oh, no, I've got my own. Oh, good. I've got my own. But that is, um, 
Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, rugby league game. Wow. Uh, what a game. Uh, and speaking of what a game, uh, my WTF moment is my old teammate uh, came through with this guy at St. Helens, James Roby. Uh, broke the club record appearances for St. Helens, 532 games wow. for the one club. What? All at dummy, well, not not all at dummy half, but the predominantly predominantly uh, at dummy half. What a How player. How many seasons is that? Uh, his first hey, season was 04. Wow. 2004. He, he should have come to the NRL at some point. Well, if he comes to the NRL, he doesn't break that that record. No, he and, I, and I res- and I respect him for 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 having he had options to come mm. here and he didn't choose them for different reasons. Yeah. I respect those reasons. But if you speak to anybody that's been around the Super League, Justin Holbrook, you know Mick Potter, anybody that's had anything to do with the NRL, we we all know it's with the mm. Super League. We all know he would have you know. Sean out here and being one of the best dummy halves mm. this competition has seen, but uh, he didn't. Um, I think he's Super League's best ever player. That's mm. the best compliment I can pay to him. But wow, 532 mm. for the one club, not including rep games either for England and whatnot. It, it's phenomenal. Mind blowing. My WTF moment, it, double, mm. it dovetails into your next topic, actually. It's a perfect segue for you. I was watching the Cronulla game at the weekend and the Sharks went wide and this bloke blitzed Tommy Trevojevic. So I'm watching it thinking, that must have been Sione Katoa. Yeah. And they, and they re, replay was Britton Nakora. He was on the wing. Yeah, yeah. Do I, I'll defend Tommy here, right? Because it's okay. easy It's easy to throw stones from the side I'm not throwing stones. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying right, I was mate. stunned at his speed. Britt- not bagging Tommy. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not questioning his <laughs> journalistic yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So I'm not Nakora, bagging Tommy. I love Tommy. Britton Nakora is extremely quick Okay, to start with. Yeah. And we found Tommy out on the wing because he just had a kick chase. And made he three, stuffed. He had three tackles yeah. from Marker, so it was three back to back efforts. So you knew that, and you went. We at knew him? that. Yes, yeah. so we saw him Jeez, point. That's nasty. Right? We saw him point to Garrick to go to the fullback because yeah. he obviously wasn't going to have the legs get back there. Because yeah. any OB, you can James will back me up here. Any outside back doesn't realise how much effort back to back three tackles makes in a set. <laughs> They're not used to it. So he went hard, and he was trying to change the momentum for his team, yeah. and he he outlaid all his effort. But then we found him on the wing. It was actually. Got communicated in pretty quick. And also, well, I wasn't looking to bag Tommy. I was talking about Britain Nakora and yeah, his speed because no, I actually no. think Tommy. Because I'm going to I'm going to segue Queens, this for you. This is a Queensland speaking, about everybody. Tommy, I'd put Tommy in the Origin team every day and twice on Sunday ah. because good players like that, you just pick them. Well, and you know a, he will well, rise to the occasion. Your motivation for saying that because you as a Queenslander want Queensland to win. So no, I hope they don't. I hope you I would question your motives. I hope you don't pick him. Well, you are you and you said Welshman. What are you? I'm. An English. I hope New South Wales don't pick him. I'd I pray pick New South Wales don't I would pick, pick him. him. I would pick him. Mm. I think you've got him. He's massively out of form. I would well, still pick him. But I, but I would argue he's out of form compared to two years ago. But I don't think he's playing bad. I want some. Mm. I want some intel here from out of it. Did you um, have to tackle him on a kick return yesterday, Wade? Yeah, I tackled him a couple of times. So yeah. what you you know what trying to handle Tom Tavares yeah, is still like? Big and strong. He's, and Did it feel any different trying to stop the guy <laughs> yesterday? Nah, he's always hard to tackle. He's just not on the back of as many shapes as he has been, right? Which is mm. his fullback. When he was so dynamic, you t- we're talking about that form two yeah. years ago. Like he's, for me, Tommy is a champion player, and you don't, you can't knock a champion player. I would actually have him on the wing. I, I feel like he'd do a great job in for himself. I was on the wing in Origin, yep. where he still gets involved, play one, play two. He's a big body. He's a target for us to kick at because he's so good in the air. Defensively, yep. he's sound. He, he understands the game. And I think he's smart enough that he could come off that wing and inject himself in the game like we have seen in the past. Um, Don't when mind he, the idea. When he's actually 
when the game calls for it, he could do that because he's that smart of a player. And then I have Campbell Graham inside of him. Yeah. Who could he reads the game pretty well as well? I can they're almost interchangeable center and we I'd have those two paired together. The the big difference with Tommy I've seen this year is compared to say twenty twenty one, is not so much the kick returns. I was interested in what he's like physically to deal with. But remember those plays where Manly get a quick play the ball five metres out or ten metres out, just, and Tommy just pushes everyone out the way and says, Give me, give me the ball, and he turns into under 12s and he's the big kid on the field and just runs over about three of him. He doesn't seem to be injecting himself like that at the moment. Well, it's hard, right? Because he, well, he's pretty much 90% of the video we do on Manly is on Tommy Turbo. Oh, is it? Like, we ID him all the time. Mm. Like, that. like, there's a reason we knew he was on the wing because we're all looking for him because he's the best player on the field. Yep. Like, and you have those runs of four, and when you have momentum and you're in form, footy, it's easy. It's easy. You just, you turn up and you train and you go out there on the weekend and things are happening for you because you're in form. It's like, I don't know if he's playing golf, but when you're swinging well, you just swing well. You don't think about it. Mm. Then when you're struggling, the, the head the thoughts start to come in and you just compound those errors. But the reason he's not, no, a part of the reason why he's not having that influence as much as he was in those seasons, mm. because mate, we did 90% of our preview on Tommy Turbo. Where is he on the field? Know where he is. 100% of the time and, and communicate that through the team. That's but, why. But wait, in 2021, when he was having the same effect, you would have had the same game plan. It's not like all, he's not like sprung up, come from nowhere. You would have had that same game plan of knowing where Tommy is in 2021, but he just had the ability to, yeah, but when to, you look, to surge past that. To the point when I was and just saying. And Manly were playing better. Yeah, mm. Manly were playing better. And but you know what it's like when you're in form. Things yeah. just happen for you. Like you're just going out there and, the, and the, it's like the ball bounces your way when you're, yeah. when you're in a patch of form. It just, the ball goes up, it just bounces your way. You stick one hand out, bring it in, score the try. Like, it's just easy, right? Mm. And then it's when it's not going your way and you're in that grind, you're in that grind and you just got to put the work in. Like, I you can't knock a champion. He's a champion player. I think he'll find his best again, and I still pick him on the wing for one of his team. Fred, Freddie's going to live or die by this decision, isn't he? Like I reckon the six is a bigger one. Who do you live out there? You reckon the six is the, bit, is say, the bigger say one? Say Josh comes back next week. Well, if Josh had played um, this week, yeah, this week, eighty minutes, um, you know, I would have I would have picked him for sure. And Ty, so Ty would have missed out, and maybe obviously. it would have been a, a, a different decision. But the yeah. fact he hasn't come back, he hasn't played yet, he hasn't got for eighty minutes, even with one run under your belt. That origin intensity, yeah, it, it's, it's another level. It's another level. Yeah, so I, I would go. My winger would be. I, would, I wouldn't have left Tommy out. I would have left probably Tommy out in that sense, but okay. because they were playing, so I go Campbell, Tommy, um, Toto, and Latrell. Latrell. Yeah. Uh, the six I was brought up with Jimmy as well while you were discussing that. I, I think that's the big call for Freddie. The six, and obviously, Wade, you're going to be completely biased and completely understand uh, yeah. with, with that. So you go Nico, but Jesus, a line ball decision, given how Jerome played against the Roosters yeah. the other night as yeah, well. Yeah. What yeah, do you reckon? I, I, Which way? B- before Friday, yeah. I was going Hines. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, Jerome turned that, turned that on, didn't he? And Depends what style they want to play as well. Because with Yo, Cleary, and Hines, you've got three Unbelievably good ball players. I'm not saying that Jerome Luai isn't, but he's more of a runner. Is he? Yeah. And he's a left-footed kicking option, which is a different kind of, like on that side of the field as well. I don't, I, I don't know how they make this call. I think they need <laughs> to figure out whether Nico can play six and complement um, Cleary. So I've said this before. This is, if, see, this is where I have a different sort of view on it, right? Because there's no doubt Nico could play off the back of Clear Nathan. Yeah, he could back off. He could play off the back of shape. Nathan can set the shape up and play off the back of him, but. That's not the moments you want him in there. You want the moments for the ability to play away from Nathan. Why, mm. why is Munster so good? 
Munster yeah. can play off the back of Cherry Evans all the time. Cherry Evans get the team around. Munster will jump out the back. It's when Munster goes the other way, yeah. when he sees the point of difference on the other yeah. side and actually plays away from the half. That's what you need yeah, your, you're, your you're six right to there, do. Mate, you need to play are. away. JT never made all his breaks when he's on the back of shape of Kronk. Is when he actually sees opportunity on the other side and he takes that on. And like Nath can't be in two places at once. He can't set up the shape, see all the D line going. Oh, they've covered me. They they split the numbers right on me. Quick boys go the other side. He needs the other halfback to to step but up. Doesn't Yo do a lot of that as well? Well, again, he sets up with Nath, but he's yeah. on the same side as Nath. A lot yeah. of the times, Yo's going forward and Nath's out the back of the shape. Like he can set on one side, but mm. and he's always going to hold the middle third. It's not the moment that you play off the back of Nath that's going to be the important ones because he's going to set the shape up. And if, if the defensive line is where the ball needs to go to Nathan, it needs to go to him. He'll get the ball because that's what he, that's what he's doing there. That's why he's the halfback. It's the moments where we need the ball to go away from Nathan. Yep. That's where we need our six to be able to take that on. And that's what Munster does for Queensland. And that's what I think Nico can do for New South Wales. What are you What are you hearing <laughs> at the moment? Uh, Captain Queenslander over well, there? I, don't, I think they're generally torn on it. I, I don't know what, which way they go? I'm just glad we got Cam Munster because I think there's no debate over our six. And there was a little dude with headgear at Newcastle yesterday. How good was he? Who popped yeah. his head? I reckon they were going to pick. They were surely going to pick him anyway, given what he's done in the Queensland jersey. Yeah. But mind you, Reese Walsh was pretty good on third. Uh, was was pretty Friday good. night as good well. Backup. Friday night. But Kalen, I, I think yeah. Kalen Ponga was man of the match in yeah. Game Three last year. Yeah. So I think yeah, Kalen he just had to prove. It. I think he just had to show his back. Had to show something, Kalen. He was going to be in there because Billy's a pretty loyal guy. They won last yeah. year. Um, and he, as you said, he was man in the match, so I thought he was outstanding. This Carolina. just all adds yeah. to the all the subplots in the circus oh, around origin, origin, like, origin you know, right? and even that. So New South Wales have got three big decisions to make. The Queensland have any? No. So I reckon we got a couple. I reckon we got. A, I reckon we got. Yeah, a big, not big, talked about big decisions though. No, not big playmaking positions. More like I think they got a lot of middles and they got to decide what they do. Yeah. Whether they pick Christian Welch and Josh Papalii and guys like that who've been. Really good for a long time, or whether you know, that sort of stuff. I don't think there's any in the key positions. It'll, get, it'll, no it'll, get, it'll get a headline or a story for a day, yeah, but yeah. it's not going to. It's not going to. It'll be the whole on. camp. It'll yeah. be the Luai the Luai Hines thing, and the Tommy, and Tommy or not, yeah. If it, and whoever's Appy, Appy, picked, Appy and Cookie as well. Yeah, that'll be the story all week. Exactly. Where really, you know, and also the follow-up story to the person that didn't get picked. And if they and get that on in camp, well, and, think, and like, all their coaches about, and if you know, New South Wales lose, if the story that's becomes, a reason. they got it yeah. wrong. No, yeah, well, they got I, it wrong. I, I think for me, because obviously I'm a New South Wales fan, and there's a lot. It's good to have a lot of this debate about players like um, Lua and, and Nico and that. But once the team's picked, the team's picked. You got to get in behind them and, and support yeah. the decision. I, I, and back Wado, and, you you know that. <laughs> that's, but mate, th- this beast called the media is not going to I think the other thing too that you know it's it's a massive. I think it's game one so important for New South Wales because in Adelaide, but game two is at Suncorp. Yeah. yeah. So you need to get this game one right. And that's why, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't spoke to Freddie in a while, but I, f- I feel like he might lean towards experience. And that's why the Tyson Frizzell come no. back into the, the side makes sense. He was good too, Tyson. It's, it's another reason why I can see him maybe going with the combination, the clear Luai combination, because they're, they're proven and tested together and, it's, it's a reason why I can see him going that way. So it's, it is a big decision. Ultimately, he's the coach. He's got to pick the people that he trusts and get the job done in, in, in game one because it's it's massive game one for New South Wales. And as yeah. as a fan, and now, even though I'm biased towards Nico, as soon as that team's picked, if he's not in it, we just get behind the Blues get behind. and support him to get game one done. I just had a laugh about Queensland while you were talking there, Wade, about I just had a thought popping about Queensland. 
is that they'll pick some dude on the bench and it'll barely rate a mention and it'll be a line ball call. It'll be a maybe a controversial one, what you're saying about the middles and everything like that. And we'll get to full time on in Adelaide and go, geez, he's an origin player. <laughs> How many freaking times <laughs> do Queensland Gilbert do that? Someone. Oh, yeah, Gilbert, geez, yeah. he's an origin yeah. player. Corey Hawes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it happens all the time. It, 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 and it's falling directly into that narrative once again. New South Wales with the glamour players, with the glamour selections, the line ball decisions, Queensland p- picking a couple of blokes out of the paddock that you've never seen before. Well, I love that narrative as a Queenslander. Oh, right? I bet but you do. A, it's a G up. Queensland, well, seriously. The favorite, surely they're the favourites, Queensland. Well, it should be. No, it I wrote a column on them on Saturday. I cannot believe, believe Queensland are not, are not favourites. They should be. Like, they're they're $2.30. Mate, back at them then. I don't, don't, I don't, don't, pun, not, don't, don't not believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's crazy the Queensland. They, they've won the last year's series. They've got a much more stable side. Like how they, they're, they're playing well. Like all their guys are playing well. Yeah, I the one, six, seven, nine. Favorites. You just look at those four players. The the spine. I don't Stephen know Gucci, if they go on about the spine as much as. Well, even like, I look at their four, but like Tino, he's yeah. like, got to be, I know Payne Haas. Deservedly gets a lot of rap, but Tino, he's, he's underrated. Garrigan, he's underrated with what he does up there. Felice, Fafita's well. back in form. Oh, he's killing it. Felice, Kirk Capewell's going to be thereabouts. Yeah. He's like the ultimate either back row or utility on the bench. I, I think they're. I hope they pick Cotter. Flegler. I like his Flegler's going to be going of, hard. He's got a bit of nastiness in him. Yeah, what about that game on the weekend? Oh. It's a bit of spite. He just loves it, Melbourne, doesn't he? That Melbourne Broncos game. Yeah, you're going to win by 40. He loves being niggling. He loves being niggling origin. I can see the postman. It's a bit rushed today. See, your, phone, rushed today. your phone was going off like an SP yeah, bookies on a Saturday yeah, afternoon early in the show. We're, we're recording well, now. No, you were writing down that, the calls mid, mid, uh, Full page now. Mid um, there's a bit of team news to start with. Josh Schuster will be back this week for Manly. So that's a desperate Good. mistake for Manly. Um, that he'll be back. He was very close to playing last week. And there's a chance Jakey Dubrovic may come back this week as well. Now, obviously, that's good timing for Origin. They have a look oh, Jakey in game one last origin year. Origin player. Caused a bit of a stir, and he was brought back in Origin too. So what about him, Wade? Oh, we were talking before about... um. Uh, who were we talking about? I can't remember. Tommy was it? I can't remember. Tommy. Oh, no, Josh had a car. You said based on one game, you'd be wary about picking him. What about Tommy? Uh, Jakey, sorry. Jakey Dubrovic. Would you be... Well, if he gets through one game, would you... Is it yeah. enough? Calf, isn't it? It's a calf. Mm. Less the extent, like he's a bit of a risk. You, you could say he's a bit of a risk, but he's in that middle rotation. So you could use him in a 10 or 15 minute spurt just to s- tighten up the middle. I don't know if you'd start him off um, off a layoff or, or you could pull like, like one game. He's going to have a decent blow in the middle. It's a bit of a different speed there in the middle. you got guys like Pick Leah Martin, Keir Murray, who can sort of interchange between edge and middle. Like I think. You could take that risk just because of how solid defensively you know what he's gonna he's gonna tighten that middle up and we need to be tight in the middle. I, I would I would probably pick Jakey just yeah. for vibes as well. <laughs> happy the guy. nicest man in league. He loves it. Loves <laughs> it. Happy Jakey guy. Um, listen, obviously uh, we were talking about roles roles before and the Dragons and the Roosters. Yeah. They actually play this week, uh, which Ooh. is a little bit of an undercurrent to that whole Jason Rolls Cup. Uh, just exactly about. Jason Rolls and whether they'll come out and announce him this week, I'd be surprised they did that given, it only just occurred to me, actually I was looking at the draw, mm. given they're playing each other this week, it'd be a difficult time to come out and announce that Jason Rolls joining uh, the Dragons. So while they make, yeah. what, may make a decision on Anthony Griffin this week, uh, I'd be well, I'd be a little surprised they came and announced that Jason Rolls was joining them, give, just, just given they're playing each other this week, it'd be... Any coach finds, by the way, from the weekend, the referees' uh, comments, particularly down in the nation's capital and... Saturday evening. I haven't heard of any. 
No, I was just wondering was if Brad Arthur was going to be in trouble. Oh, oh, oh that's he, right. He yeah. blew his stack yeah, about sorry. the 10-3. No, I hadn't checked that. I wish you'd told me that a half hour ago. That's um, <laughs> right. And finally, look. I thought you were doing uh, your job over there, but anyway. Sales, sales, he's a bit frazzled. Ever since he was late, he's a bit frazzled. You can't. <laughs> a very busy day. You can't make yeah. it up, mate. Once you're like late, you just set you off inside. You just can't make yeah. it up. South Para this week. Yes. Right? Big game, obviously, for, for Para. I mean, if they lose that one, you just about put a, put a line through them, I reckon. But for South, it's a big game, too. It's at Allianz Stadium. And uh, they're obviously based at Accor at the moment, but they want to move back to Allianz. So I reckon this is going to be a big story during this week. Mm. South uh, attempts to get back to Allianz Stadium and getting under the roosters, uh, ruffling the roosters' feathers a little bit about getting back there because obviously the roosters have got that big sign outside Allianz Stadium or on Allianz Stadium. And I think South want a piece of that. So I think it's actually going to be a big story this week. If they get a good crowd there as well, that'll just put more sort of wind to the sails for South to get back there next mm. year. And um, they've been talking to government about it. And, I, you know, they're trying hard to, to move most of the games back to Allianz Stadium next year. So so they should. Yeah. It's not the Roosters' home ground. $900 million. And I'm pretty sure they put in a little bit, but they didn't put yeah. in a lot of it. Yeah. Not there. Well, it's true. It's like yeah. Sydney FC play there as well. The Waratahs play there. Can you imagine if South try to get one, a Rabbitohs insignia up in that oh, stadium? Oh, could try and blow it off. <laughs> He'd go ape, wouldn't he? Because remember, didn't they try to cover it up when the Sydney FC, Sydney FC yeah, played yeah, there? Yeah, Nick, and Nick went ballistic. Yeah. So can you imagine? <laughs> they put a big, they just put got a, a Bunnings tarp over it. Oh, it looks so rank. Purely just from a footy fan. You'd love to see it happen, right? Just for yeah, the rivalry, so, just get oh, that even more. That like it's the most intense rivalry in the competition. You'd love to see just another chapter added. It's always so every year. It's just another mm. page, another page, another it's page. Give me an idea, actually. I want to check with South Sydney to cover the logo this week and puts put oh, a South yeah. logo up. That would be a good stink. Oh, that's back page material. Yes, that, that is. is. Right I'm going to check that today. Actually, <laughs> I was just with South people before. So, um, Aaron Woods, any up, um, oh, Aaron mail Woods, on him? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mail Woods. <laughs> Woodsy, I believe, is a broken hand? Wait, yeah, is that the yeah, word, Adam? Yeah, yeah. Woodsy of the weekend? I was just speaking to him before, prepping for our own award-winning podcast that uh, mm. happens tomorrow. So, What award do you win? <laughs> it's at the end of the year, mate. You just, you just watch out. You just watch Can out. I say, I thought Woodsy was outstanding on the weekend. He was actually. good. He was, and he played busted most what, of the time. So. In commentary or on the field? Or both. Both, Jimmy. Because uh, he got a lot of minutes on the weekend. Yeah, he did. He a long did. time, didn't he? I think, yeah, but he's, he's speaking to the surgeon this afternoon, I think, so. Oh, man, that's rotten luck for Woodsy. Rotten luck for Manly yeah, because... Well, they've lost Josh Alloway with a... Dislocated yeah, shoulder. Yeah, that one was a bad Tomo one. Tuolungi has got a cheekbone as well. Yeah. So. With the Alamoa one, you knew straight away. Soon. He went down, he sort of reached out, and then he didn't really move straight yeah. away, so it didn't look good, that one. Yeah. Oh, winners of Greeners, Wade. Well done on your victorious was march over to the Was there when you were out there together? No, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too Did much. Did he get you in that leg lock? If no, no, he didn't. he didn't. I was speaking to him today, and he said he's going for surgery, and I actually got a bit of a um, stinger in an old injury in the back of my neck. I was like, and I don't know if you know, Maroon has been... Um, he got a shield made up for it. It's called the Wado and Woodsy Shield. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I got the um, the first one because the way he's feeling and I'm feeling might be the only one left. Is he going to present it to you? Or what's going to I don't know. You know, Maroon. He's got some uh, ideas in his head, so he, he might bring it into work tomorrow. And, he uh, certainly does. Away. Gavin from wherever he is will be happy with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, thank you, James Graham. Thank you. Have a good week, Wade Graham. You too, and also Brent Reed. Thanks. That's a Monday scrum. Triple M Footy lives on Listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.